Today we're going to be taking a look at a subject that usually has people hiding from and not wanting people to know what their flaws are. But what people don't realize is that you don't have to hide your flaws. Maybe you can grow from them. Hey everyone, it's Catherine Lucadu and welcome to another episode of Mindset Medicine. We are continuing with the SWOT analysis that we started last week. So last week we were talking about strengths and, um, you know, our capabilities and how we can use our strengths to really push ourselves forward. So this week, some people may say that concentrating on the next part of our SWOT analysis, the W, which are weaknesses, is something that we should hide from or you know we're always being measured by our weaknesses because we're being judged uh, by them by what we're not capable of by what we're not able to do I would like to change that perspective and that's why I started this podcast because I wanted us to take a different perspective in all kinds of topics and in business and in life so often we we are put into a box of this is how things are this is what you've been taught all along and so this is how we need to go forward i don't believe that i do believe that we can move outside of this box and think of different ways of approaching situations and then that way we don't necessarily need to call anything a weakness we actually can look at it as a growth. So first, I'd love to start off with a story. So my early 20s, I decided to explore. I finished university. I didn't have anything. I didn't have any direction. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had graduated from um, with a bachelor's degree in arts and I had majored in English. So what do I do with that? I never, ever thought I was going to become a teacher. Even though my grandmother was a teacher, it's not something that I was ever drawn to. But regardless, um, I applied all over the world. I don't know, I think I applied to about 100 different organizations, even UNICEF, UNESCO, United Nations, Wherever I could find somewhere to explore, that's what I did. One night, in the middle of the night, I got a call back from uh, Cyprus, which is my, the country my father is from, uh, but he hadn't lived there in 30 plus years. And they said, uh, we have a teaching position for you. Would you like to come over and teach in primary school? So I said, sure. Two weeks later, I packed a trunk. Yes, a trunk. And, um, with all my worldly possessions, which literally included a pillow, um, a chair, this fold up chair. I don't even know why I got the chair, but it's a fold up chair that I found at a garage sale. And, um, I think a couple of books and then my clothes, that was it. I had $700 Canadian and I moved to Cyprus. So I don't know why the thought never crossed my mind that I didn't actually know Greek. Even though my father was Greek, my mother's Irish, and we never spoke Greek at home. 
So there I am. I arrive in Cyprus. I'm staying with my aunt uh, for about a month until I can find my own apartment. And I'm working in the morning at a primary school. I realize that the money that they're going to be paying me isn't enough for me to even pay rent or food. So I had to get a job in the afternoon as an English as a second language teacher. So here is where the weakness part of my story comes in. I started teaching. So English as a second language in a foreign country is basically grammar. And in Canada, you aren't really taught grammar when you take English class. You know, they give you books to read, you write essays, but grammar really isn't the focal point. So I walk into the classroom on the first day, they hand me my books and they say, here, this is what you're going to teach. I didn't have a clue how to teach English grammar. Obviously that is a weakness and, um, I've got to figure out really fast how I'm going to do this or how I'm even going to come up with a syllabus to teach kids. So that's what I did every evening. I learned and I taught myself grammar, English grammar, went back to class and began teaching just fine. Of course, I wasn't uh, trained as a teacher, so I wasn't really sure the proper way of doing it. But what I did do is I watched how the kids reacted to my teaching and I sort of went naturally with that. So now here's my second point of weakness. The kids would all speak Greek behind my back while I was standing at the board. So that was a problem because as a teacher, you have to keep control and discipline in your classroom if anything's going to get done. So I have a group of 15 year olds who are all speaking Greek behind my back every time I'm writing at the board. So very quickly, I figured I need to learn Greek fast. So what I did is every evening I would watch the only two things that I could get on television there, which were Greek soap operas and the news. I bought a dictionary and I would look up the words because I actually had learned how to read Greek. I just didn't know what I was reading. So I would read up the words, translate and try and put together vocabulary. So slowly, over time, I was able to pick up certain words of what they were saying. And then it became quite amusing, actually, that, that I could figure out some things that they were saying about me. They found it amusing and then respect slowly started to build. So then came another point of weakness. I had to have parent teacher interviews with these kids' parents. And a lot of the kids' parents did not speak English. So once again, I have to figure out how I'm going to teach these parents or sorry, talk to these parents about their kids and their kids progress. So what I did is I decided that I was going to come up with 10 predetermined sentences that I could use for all the kids and I could mix and match sort of like what they do with report cards now. So, you know, I would have you know, number one, your child is very good in class. Number two, your child needs a little bit of work. And so I would write down the kids beside the names of the kids beside each comment. So depending whose parent come in, I could mix and match some of these sentences. Well, it worked out and the parents actually applauded me for trying to speak Greek to them. So this is my point. My point is you can have weaknesses in business. 
You can have weaknesses as a person, but they don't have to stop you in your tracks. You can learn from them. You can build from them. Now, was my Greek ever perfect from then on? Oh no, by far it was not. But people did respect me for trying to learn the Greek language and actually making the effort to speak it. So just some pointers that I'd like to leave you with today are rather than concentrating on your weaknesses, figure out what are your capabilities? What are you capable of? What is your, what are your vulnerabilities? How can you overcome these in business? So typically vulnerabilities in business would have to do with us personally. So, uh, technologically, are you competent systems? Do you have systems in place and processes mindset? What's your mindset? Like, do these weaknesses hold you back or do you have a growth mindset that you are willing to learn and move forward? Even though you may have some vulnerability, maybe you don't know all the new technology that we need now, as we move into a virtual business world, but are you willing to learn? That's the question. Are you willing to grow? Are you willing to expand? And let's keep moving forward. Time management. Now, time management can be a weakness for many, many people in business because there is so much to get done. You are juggling family work, you know, maybe spiritual and just trying to keep everything. I think most people try to keep everyone happy and it's something that can't be done. So rather than seeing your time management pressures as a weakness, take each one apart and say, how can I fix, grow or expand and work on each one of these skills and resources? Are you lacking any skills and resources that, you know, maybe if you either outsource them, if you know that you're not good at graphics, outsource that there are so many places who can do that for you now. If you realize that you just don't have enough time and you have more than enough business, then maybe it's time to bring on an administrator. Maybe it's time to bring on a team member. Procrastination can also be a weakness in business. You come up with an idea, but you don't follow through with it. And they say that when you come up with your idea, if you don't start the process of putting it into action, almost immediately, you never will. So moving forward, rather than looking at your weaknesses as something to hold you back, what if you just start looking at them as an awareness? It is something that you are aware of, and it is something that you would like to work on and grow from. So Other weaknesses that we may be feeling right now during this time where we are still in self-isolation, you know, maybe it's that urge to eat the bag of chips or the cookies and ice cream when you're feeling stressed or panicked or that fear of the unknown. Where is this all leading to? How are things going to change as we move forward? Um, 
you know, or pouring that one extra glass of wine. Ask yourself, where are these feelings coming from? Why am I caught up in this same behavior over and over, repetitive behavior? Every time I feel stressed, I look to food. Every time I feel stressed, I want to pour a glass of wine. What if you could change your response right then and there? So before you put that scoop of ice cream, ask yourself, could I be doing something else right now? And maybe change that pattern of behavior. By becoming aware and observing your behavior and questioning the responses and reactions that you have, this can allow you to fight off some of those behaviors you may be wanting to change. Behaviors that maybe you consider weak. You know, something else, another way of looking at this is by treating your weaknesses like a to-do list. So rather than thinking that you need to hide your flaws so that people won't judge you, think of a growth mindset and it's just a to-do list of things that you can improve on. Or like we said, if you can improve on them, outsource them. Find people to help you. Michelle Obama actually had a really great quote and I should have it. Yes, I have it right here. She said, we know that our greatness comes from when we appreciate each other's strengths, when we learn from each other, when we lean on each other. We're all in this together. We always have been. So why not find a mentor in your ear, in your area of weakness, learn from them, observe them, team up with them. Having a mentor who can help you work through a weakness and turn it into a strength will be one of the most confidence boosting things that you ever do for yourself and for your self-development. So just to end off, we shouldn't really ever be striving per, for perfection, but rather for growth and to expand who you are as a person in the way that you want to expand. And if weaknesses pop up, you don't have to see them as negative. Negative is, is only because that's the way that we were parented. When we were kids, parents learned that they should be teaching their children through corrective behavior, which meant pointing out the flaws in hopes that we would fix them and become better. Really, as we move forward, we want more strength teaching. So let's learn about our strengths, make them better, and use our weaknesses to grow from. I always love ending with a quote, so here we go. A weakness is not a reason, it's just an excuse. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week.